0: There he is, hey. the legend, Jerry Gaskill, drummer, <laughs> Kings X. What's going on, man? Woo. Hey, everybody, this is Joel Inter. Hi, everybody, this is Rob Halford, the 3D oh, yeah, this is T <laughs> You hey,
1: folks are just Rick Evans a triumph from the Talking Rock with Dave and Shane. Oh! Oh,
2: Happy to
0: be here, man. Hey, man. Yeah, Happy we be here. So glad to have you. The new album is coming out September second. Three sides of one, and uh, of course, this is the thirteenth studio album, the first in uh, several years now. And uh, give it up, we're just jamming that new song, man. Amazing. Uh, this is awesome. How does it feel to be
2: back at it? Well, I'll tell you, for the last two and a half years, it's been a bit crazy for everybody. I'm sure. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and we just did our first shows in two and a half years. Did three shows one in New York, one in Sellersville, PA, and one in Peekskill, New York with Stone Temple Pilots. All right. Nice. Before that happened, I was at a point where I'm going, you know, I don't even know if I want to do this anymore. You know, my life has just been so crazy with the world the way it is and blah, 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 and have been playing. But and I was nervous, thinking, oh, can I even do this anymore? Do I know how to play? All that stuff. But as soon as we hit the stage, I felt like me again. It was incredible. I felt like it is. this is who I am. You know, and it was absolutely yeah. incredible. Even seeing the guys for the first time and getting together to rehearse, it started to feel like, oh, this is who I am. So so it's good to be back, I guess. <laughs> yeah, man, it's
1: great to have you back. The the two songs, Give It Up and... and uh... Let it rain, or just phenomenal, um, Jerry. Uh, what what are your uh, what, what's what are your thoughts on the rest of the record? Like, we haven't had a chance to hear the whole thing, but well, I can only
2: say the way I feel. And the way I feel is, I really, really enjoyed making this record. It was a great experience that I I think I've said it before. I'll cherish in my heart forever. Uh, everything seemed to line up. It was the right time to do it. We all had we all brought songs in and we all felt really good about this record and i feel like every song on the record is my favorite song
1: nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> so, so i'm kind of excited about it I'm, I'm, I'm anxious for everybody to hear it i mean gone gone back to, to gretchen and everything these are these are this is your favorite batch of songs well i mean I've said this before, too, but whenever I'm doing anything, whatever
2: I'm doing at the time, that is my favorite. Yeah, You know, put myself into it, and I want it to be the best that it can be. But for this record, there's something really, really special. Maybe it's because it's been so long. Uh, I don't know, but this record feels really special. And I can't really compare it to anything, because this is where we're at now.
1: Yeah,
2: Russia was where we were then, and all the other records were where we were then. And... This is what's happening now. And this is the world we're living in. It's a new world, it's a different world. You know, we're all trying to find our way again. And uh, so there you go. It's the New King's Yeah. Jerry, take us through like just
0: um, what it was like to get with the guys again, like those first moments, like just kind of walk us through,
2: walk us through that. Well, I knew that it was time to make a record and I committed myself to it. even though I really didn't even want to do it. I didn't want to leave my home. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to go anywhere. I just like being home. Um, and then I talked to Michael Parnon on the phone. I hadn't talked to him. I don't know if ever. And he said he was the producer.
1: Right.
2: And as I got off the phone with him, I thought I am in. Let's make this record. This is going to be great. And uh, so then we went out to LA. That's where I did the record. <clears throat> Ty and I, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> ty and I stayed in this beautiful house and the situation was just great you know so seeing everybody is it's it's always like seeing family or a long lost friend you know the bond is always there it doesn't leave if you haven't seen each other and that's the way it was with the guys and then we got together we started sharing songs and it just felt right and and it
1: felt like this is who we are again and there you go. That's how it was. <laughs> Love it. Is, is the King, King's X album, when you're making it, is it always just the three of you, you're tossing ideas around, everybody's involved, or is it Doug comes in, has lyrics, or how does it work with the process of, of putting together a song? Well, it's worked all, all of the above, all different kinds
2: of ways. We've made records where we just went in with no ideas and did the, the entire record from scratch and did everything together. And and we've done records where we all bring songs in, demos completed or whatever, and then we build them together that way, which is kind of what we did on this record. We all brought songs in, and uh, then we just built them together, and turned it into this record. And that's and and w- even when somebody brings a song in, you know, it's completed, exactly and and we do it exactly as the demo was. It still becomes kings x because we're all doing it and it yeah. has that that's different than the demo so it's was just, gonna, three.
0: just the three of you yeah I, I was gonna say that's the um that seems like that's the nucleus of it like throughout everything that you know we've listened to over the years you know there's that there's just that chemistry right it's just, does it just come down to like a a chemistry type of thing
2: i think so and, and, and as time goes on i think about it i kind of feel and realize that the three of us for some reason somehow came together from different parts of the the country and met in one spot formed a band and i think only the three of us can do what we do <laughs> i don't know if it's good great bad whatever it is but only the three of us can make this thing that king's X is yeah yeah
1: well i i read somewhere that you were actually pretty comfortable just being at home last two years i i kind of was the same way to a degree we kind of get comfortable in our shell and um what what was that like uh are there any songs that deal with that kind of isolation and and everything that we went through on on this record well the funny thing is the the record was all done
2: recorded before covid Mm. and the funny thing is, is almost every song on the record sounds like we're talking about covid (laughs) it's amazing foreshadowing even though though covid was a different uh avenue we all had to take the world still the same you know the world is still as crazy as it's ever been and everything always applies yeah right yeah yeah um what to be you know you guys
0: have been tremendously influential i mean there's no it's you it's there's no way to possibly capture like the in a statement how influential you've been on early Prague and everything. And I'm just wondering, like, what does it mean to to still to be back and and know that there's a whole new generation and the legend and, and the people who are originally influenced by you who are, are going to feel that again? You know, they're going to feel that vibe. They're going to say, wow, now this is what it's all about. You know, when they when they listen to this. Well, well
2: I mean, I, I kind of hope that that can happen. But when it gets right down to it, I don't really know those things. You know, those are things that we see in the press or have people tell us, and, you know, fans say the way they feel. But we feel differently because we are the ones doing this, you know, and we have to hope for the best. And, uh, you know, I think as artists or even just as human beings, we all think seemingly the worst of ourselves, right? So we have to push through that to get to the great stuff. And, uh, but yeah, I like to think that's the case. You know, I'm kind of, like I said, I'm excited about this record and I hope that it can branch
1: out and reach a little bit more people than uh, we have in the past. <laughs> yeah. Eddie Van Halen was a huge fan of, of you guys. Have you ever had a chance to meet Eddie and and have, uh, have him talk about, you know, what King's X... Meant to him, because he, he wasn't heard, a big fan of a lot of contemporary music, but he did like you guys. I didn't know that. I'd never heard that. Did you know that firsthand? I, I've I've read it in, in several articles that uh, that he was he was a big fan of. This was early nineties uh, article that I read. Uh, Dimebag Daryl as well yeah. from from Pantera. Finally, uh, Yeah, the guys in Megadeth and. Um, allison change jerry cantrell which they i mean obviously their their harmonies that they use come kind of come like straight off one of your records (laughs) wow
2: yeah well i knew
1: about all the other guys i never knew that about eddie van halen i never met eddie
2: i got to hang out with um uh uh michael anthony once right on what was that like it was very cool he's very nice and he gave me a bottle of Jack Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And
1: said,
2: Thank you very much, Michael. And I was walking through the parking lot back to my car and I kind of had it in my pocket. And it fell out and broke all over the, the parking lot. Oh, floor, no. Which was very sad. Oh, man. But. Yeah. So that's the, that's I,
0: at the end not, of the gift bottle. <laughs> I, nowadays, he's into the hot sauce. And, you know. <laughs> But, but even like, you know, um, the Smashing Pumpkins and Dream Theater, I mean, you know, it goes into so many different realms, you know, with all these these other bands, especially like Dream Theater, a, a major proggy band that just set you guys as an influence. I mean, does it, is it hard to keep track of like, you know, like, do you listen to other bands and hear yourself, you know, hear hear your grooves, hear yourself
2: in them? Well, sometimes I do. Sometimes i like, oh, that sounds like King's X you know but i don't know if that's where it comes from because yeah when it gets right nothing new under the sun everything comes from somewhere yeah you know even we've done have come from somewhere i think what makes it different is that it's just the three of us you know our individual personalities or whatever you want to call it put into the music like the Beatles or whoever else Allison Chains everybody they have their own spin because they're unique individuals so what was the question? No,
0: no, you, no, no, you, no, 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 no you nailed it. I mean, you just, uh, yeah, just like what it, what it's like to, you know, um, to, if whether you hear yourself in other in other groups. No, you, I think you nailed it right there. I mean, you just there's uh, so many influences can kind of come back around so many different times. Whatever's on the radio, whatever people see on YouTube, and you know, but I, I've heard you guys in so many different groups, and I, I just think it's it's awesome, especially as a as a power trio. I mean, it's just it's it's the ultimate power trio. It's Heavy, funky—you know, so many different sounds in,
2: in one. Yeah. well, it is truly an honor. and I know that that a lot of people have said that that they're inspired by us, and it it is it's truly an honor. Sometimes baffling, but always an honor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how
1: how how are you feeling? I know I know that um, you had some issues a while back, and is it is it like getting back? In the chair, is it, is it pretty much just like riding a horse with you, or do you have to kind of take it easy, or what do you have to do to prepare to get back out on the tour? Well, uh, you're right. I did have some health issues. I had a heart attack and, and died back in
2: 12. Oh my God. And yeah. had I been alone, I'd be dead right now. But fortunately, my wife was there, and uh, somehow I was revived. I don't have any re- <clears throat> recollection of that at all. None uh i went down apparently i was in a lot of pain i whoo, fell over dead i have no recollection but she'll never forget it you know so in the hospital i decided you know i'm either going to be better than ever or i'm not going. i'm just not going to ever do this again and in a lot of ways i feel like i kind of am better than ever and when i go to play i don't I feel like in some ways I have even have more stamina, 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 yeah. I, I work now five days a week, I'm keeping myself strong, I've, I've learned to listen to my body better, and um, so the only thing that's changed is I think I'm better, yeah. <laughs> and I play better, I just feel like I am better. Yeah.
0: Yeah, how does something like that change you? I mean, I get what you just described it, I suppose, but I mean, I I think, I mean, does it change you spiritually too? Does it change you, you know, I mean, in in, in how how you write?
2: Uh, Probably, you know, probably does, you know, because it's become a complete part of my life now. I don't know any, I don't know life without that now. And uh, like I said earlier, I have no recollection of any of this. And it made me feel that death might just be kind you know it might just take us into itself without us even knowing even if we're overwhelmed with pain like i apparently was so that's kind of comforting so i don't know if that's spiritual whatever you want to call it but you know it's helped shape my life some in some ways because i have no choice but to
1: move on from that experience and you also were in a in a coma for was it several weeks or did, did you I think, uh, go ahead? No, saying, I think it was about two weeks, but go ahead. Yeah. Did you, you said you had real vivid, uh, vivid dreams, like, uh, you know, those 4, 4k, like you're in a movie type dreams. <clears throat> what, what, what were they like? I mean, did you write some of that stuff down?
2: Uh, I haven't really written it down, but it's so vivid in my mind now that i could write it down and people have told me hey you should write a book you should put all this stuff in a book because it was it was like my reality it wasn't like dreams at the time it, it really felt like this is the life i was living and i'm laying in a bed with tubes in it, you know, and people are you know gathered around and saying oh i hope you make it jerry <laughs> all that kind of stuff i knew that but i've been told that and um but yeah, it was it was, it was crazy. And, and the funny part about all of that is in every experience I had during that time, I was always either sitting down or lying down. I was never walking. I was never moving about, which is kind of a funny thing. And one of the stories, since you brought it up, I was really into American Idol. I loved American Idol. I just did. And I'll tell you what, when I first, the first season, it just happened to, come on I was flipping through channels that was on and I just started watching I thought oh my god these people are either absolutely clueless thinking that they really can do this or they're incredible actors and I felt either way I'm in (laughs) (laughs) and that's how I got into it I've been watching every season and um and at one point in this place I was at that only I knew about, I uh, was about to get on stage with Steven Tyler, mm. host, and we were gonna do Aerosmith songs. And I remember thinking, "Hmm, I don't really do Aerosmith songs, but if that's the gig, I guess I'll do it. And the funniest part was we're backstage and we both have hospital gowns on. Mm. Wow. Still had no, no idea what it even happened to me yet. <laughs> so wow. <but> there's that. <laughs>
0: wow. It's interesting because, I mean, you know, Steven Tyler's gone through some stuff, you know, and it just I think just at a certain age, you know, certain things obviously start happening. I was reading, um, you know, Doug was quoted in, um, I think, Metal Edge saying after he turned 71, death was on his mind every day. He talked about, you know, how lyrically at least his contributions a bit about not giving up, you know, until you naturally die. He wants to write it out until it's over. And I, I wonder, like, have you guys found like in your own different ways kind of that can that perspective you know just i mean does maybe aging do that if nothing else i mean i know obviously you went through your your medical situation you talked about but i wonder if aging is just a factor of of that too that
2: that mental perspective you know well i know for me it kind of is too i think about death day, just like doug does i'm not saying it's a bad thing i just know it's inevitable and um my mother is 92 now wonderful and and she's doing good but that also makes me think about death every day, you know, because that's just the world we live in, right? We live and we die. Yep. We just haven't got there yet. But I do think about it. And I'm sure we all do. Yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. Especially well, these,
0: day, these days, I mean, the you know, you, you start to question everything, you know, um, I think mortality wise and just, you know, what we've seen in the last two years, you know,
2: I mean. And I, I think I'm 64. I'll be 65 this year. And I think my mom's 92. So that gives me... So I got at least 28 more years.
0: <laughs> I think like that. I like that, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm the same. I'm the same. My parents are... My dad was 93 when he passed and my mom's 89. So I'm like, oh, wow. I still have, you know, <laughs> 30, <laughs> 30 plus more years. But you never know. But I, I, I well, just... Uh, well, I'm wondering, uh, did you guys have a lot of leftovers on this record and, and stuff for another record? Or are you guys just going to take it one record at a time, kind of?
2: Well, there's always songs being written. We could probably be in the studio the rest of our lives making records if we, if we really wanted to. But there has to come a point where you say, okay, this is going to be the record. When, yeah. we first got, when we first got in, we thought it was going to be a double record because we had so many songs. But then we just whittled it down to what it is. And who knows? Maybe maybe there'll be another record. Maybe there won't. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But there will always be music coming from us. how about that. love that. I just please don't make it fourteen years
1: again.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) I don't know when the next King's X record be out, but there will always be music coming out of us. Right. Yeah. I can't. I can't. I can't say there will or will not be another King's X record.
1: Yeah. Well, you've you've done some some records too by by yourself. Like like uh, what um, are you working on anything?
2: Well, I kind of am. Yeah, yeah. I have a, I have songs written. I have songs waiting. And uh, it just takes me a little longer to get motivated to do things. And do things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's probably a big reason why it took 14 years for this record to come out. Because I was like, I'm ready yet. <laughs> How um, do you, how do you,
0: uh, go ahead, Shane. No, no, go ahead, Davey. Uh, and I was just going to say, how, to piggyback up of what you said, your question, Shane, like how do you? Um, how do you approach like anything you write for yourself uh, you know, is it, how do you, is it different than how you approach it for King's X, you know, for the trio?
2: No, I just write songs. Yeah. Uh, if a song feels like something that I think the guys might want to do, I present it to them. And uh, yeah, I don't ever think, oh, this is going to be for King's X. This will be for solo record. This will be for whatever. No, I think we're all that way. We just write songs. Okay.
1: Cool. Yeah. Who do you, th- you think?
2: most,
1: a- mo- who do you think is the most introspective of, of the writers out of the three of you? Oh, I think we're equally introspective, just different ways. Yeah. Yeah. What, working with uh, Michael, the new producer, how different was that from, from 2007 when you were working with the legendary uh, Michael Wagner you know, of, of Accept and Dokken and all that stuff? How, how was it in this process?
2: Yeah, we're talking about different people. And different people have different um, uh, whatever it is I'm trying to say, you know, things to offer. So there's mm-hmm. that difference, and and it being and because it was so long since we made a record, and so many things had changed within us and in the world and everything, that that made it new. And uh, working with Michael Parnon was, I don't know, it was just the absolute perfect situation for this record it felt like i could say to michael hey michael i think this 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 part of the song should sound a little bit more blue and then as it goes into the next part it should turn into maybe green with like a with like a like a maybe like a purple hue mm-hmm. and it, and i'll say can we do that said, yeah we can do that whatever that's that's my point is whatever i say whatever even i say yeah we can do that yeah we can make that happen yep. and that's why it was if we had an idea, yes, we can make that happen. Not like, oh, no, 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 we can do that. No, we can do that. You know? That's what it was with Michael. He totally yeah. gets it. Yeah. Gets
0: it, yeah. I always wonder what it's like when you can, um, you know, you've been doing this long enough, you can work, like yourselves, you can work with whoever you want. You can pick whatever producer you want. Like, how, you know, uh, you know, is there criteria that just changes for where you are at every time? I, I know you said, like, like, this record is where King's X is now previous records, things like that? I mean, is there a certain criteria that that kind of you you look for that changes at a certain time based on where you are musically and what you're looking
2: for in a producer? Uh, I don't think so. I think we just uh, are where we are and basically right. just kind of bring themselves together. If that makes you. any sense.
0: Yeah, no, no, it does. Oh. I, I. No, I, I just wonder sometimes because like, you know, like, you'll see like, and, and maybe it's just that different, like you said, different people bring different things. And you say, oh, I like what this person did on this record. Let's try that. Or I like what this person did. I, I don't know. I guess it's different for everybody. But I, I'm just always, I'm always fascinated by that process, you know, of, of choosing the
2: producer and, and you know, just fascinating. Yeah, Michael before, and he suggested Michael. And we liked what Michael had done with Doug. Yeah. Uh, so we decided, yeah, let, let's do that. So it came about that Michael Parnon. And like I said, I didn't want to do it until I talked to him on the phone.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anything. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And we're certainly glad you did.
1: Well, in in 2007, last record, vinyl really wasn't a big thing. Now vinyl is absolutely huge. Um, Are you a big collector? Are you excited to see this record coming out again on vinyl? Here we are now, almost full circle with vinyl. Yeah, used to be a
2: really big collector of vinyl because that's all there was at one point, and I had a very nice collection. And that's one of the regrets of my life is that I got rid of all my albums. Oh, oh man, uh, <laughs> that and my baseball cards both I got rid of them because I needed to pay rent. Way back yeah. in the day, and I was excited. At the time. I made quite a bit of money on some really great records in my baseball cards. I was excited. Yeah. Gosh, if I only had
1: those now. Yeah. But, yeah. but I'm not a big collector of vinyl. Yeah. Is there yeah. one record you wish you could get back?
2: <laughs> well, I wish I could get them all back because they were my records. You know, they had my fingerprints on them, they had my creases in them, they had all my bends in them, everything that was mine. When I looked at it, I said, like, ah, that's my record. That was special. So, you know, I can never get that back. Yeah, well, we still have all the music. I just turn my phone on now and listen to anything I want to listen to.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's
2: true. Do you, yeah. Do you think uh,
0: you'd do? Uh, I know we only have a few more minutes, but um, do you feel like you'd? Um, you know, you've done some uh, other projects. You know, played on like uh, Galactic Cowboys, their their projects, uh, Black Sugar Transmission. Do, do you feel like you'd? Uh, you know, with this kind of new found energy do you think you'd play do some other side projects or jam with some other folks or something if they call
2: oh yeah i usually do things if they call yeah it feels right to me i, I recently did something with a did a song with bumblefoot ron Thal, from oh yeah really yeah really great it's an instrumental tune really great i'm really honored to be a part of that uh i have a friend a local friend named bob berger who just put out a new record check it out it's called the domino effect okay and uh, I played all the drums on that. Um, so yeah, I'm open to doing things if it, if it feels right.
1: Damn. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. no, that's cool. I was yeah, keeps things fresh. Any any other studio work uh, you're, you're getting called up for? I know that you've done stuff, some stuff with Earl Slick. You know, obviously Phil from way back in the day, Phil Kagi Yeah. Um, what uh, anything? on the map um
2: not really other than uh thinking i'm going to make another solo record and that will happen it really will yeah yes i threaten threaten things all the time and it's going to happen
0: (laughs) (laughs) who are some of the people you'd you'd love to work with that you haven't uh especially for like a solo record are there people you'd, you'd love to work with that you haven't worked with yet
2: I'll tell you the one thing, the one person, if I had my dreams come true, if I could just play once with Bob Dylan, oh man, then my life would be complete. Yeah. it feels Of course it wouldn't be. Of course, I'd move on. <laughs> <hate it. laughs> but, but I would have played with Bob Dylan. and I would just love to feel the vibe of what it would be like for me to make music with him. And he's the only person I can think of. Oh man. And I've played with a lot of people. I really have, a lot of big name people. But Bob Dylan, I've even played with a Beatle.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Oh man. So cool, that'd be awesome. How, speaking of the Beatles, how, were they they everything to you growing up? I, I know that you, again, I've I've read a lot of your interviews and listened to a lot of them over the years. I, I, I know that the Beatles on Ed Sullivan obviously were a big, big influence on you, kind of changed your life. Yes, the answer to that question is yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the Beatles in some ways are just everything. Yeah. Once I saw one on Ed Sullivan, and even before that, I was I I'd heard them on the radio and the Beatles were everything. I remember going to the store because I wanna, We're going to get new wallpaper for my for my bedroom. I'm like six years old, and uh, we go to the store, and I say I want the Beatles wallpaper, you know, because I'd seen it in some magazine or something. And I said, "Oh, we can't get that." Well, I'm, what? <laughs> it was disappointed. I didn't get the Beatles wallpaper. I got some kind of race car thing or something. I don't know. <laughs> <With the Beatles. laughs> nice. Yeah, they um,
0: I it's it's amazing. The um, we we talked to uh, the guys from uh, the zombies, and and they were like, uh, you know, Rod and Colin, and they were like, um, you know, to be in the studio after the Beatles, right? Remember, Shane it was just like yep. real for them, and so any anything, anything Beatles, we just love, you know, just get chills talking about it. Very cool. Yep. Thank you for your time. We really appreciate you.
2: Yeah, well, I appreciate this. Maybe we'll do it again sometime.
1: Let's do it. Absolutely. Yeah